1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for
2: details. Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast Network. Another edition of the Landry Football Podcast. And what a performance by Georgia in dominating. I mean, I, I don't know of a stronger were dominating, humiliating, just completely pulverizing TCU. It was more than just a win. I think it was a statement. It was an indication of how good this program is and why they are the gold standard in college football right now. And and for the past two years, they have been. You go further back than that, you you certainly can look at what Alabama's done. Right now, it's Georgia, and you've got to catch up to them. We're going to get into why that is. We're going to talk a little bit about the game, what happened, but you, are, you know what happened. We'll get into some of the minutiae of what we looked at, but look, this is more about where Georgia is as a program. TCU, look, they earned their way into this position. There's a lot of discussion why they put the wrong team in, right, folks. There's no perfect answer to putting the teams into the playoffs. I I think most people that are football savvy would have thought that an Alabama, um, for example, would have been a better um, opponent for Georgia. Hell, I think. Michigan playing their best would have been a better opponent for Georgia. But at some point, you have to produce on the field. Alabama didn't get it done when they needed to get it done. Michigan didn't get it done against TCU. So it set up a matchup of which I thought Georgia would win. I thought they'd win and put it away starting in the fourth quarter. By the fourth quarter, they were taking balls and uh, in, in playing freshmen. It was utterly dominant. I think you know that a couple of things that you need to know about this Georgia program. Yes, they are talented, but they are well-coached. I always am amazed by the ignorance of the comments that's, well, it's all about talent. Oh, it doesn't matter about the talent. You know, it's, it's always in this world we live in one or the other. You gotta be far left, far right. It's day, night. It's it's left, up, down. It's nothing is rarely or anything. Very few things are that polar opposites. This is a program that's not only loaded with talent, but they're well coached. They do a lot of things well. What is the difference, and why are they the best? Because they have more ways in which they can beat you. First of all, they recruit as well as anybody in the country. Don't don't get into, well, they were ranked two and and so-and-so. Folks, they recruit elite players. (laughs) They're in an elite state for talent and then can go anywhere in the country and get anybody that they want. Then. On top of that, they develop players well. They keep players in the program. They don't have to go to the portal. Pardon me with my call. They don't lose guys in the portal. They may add a guy here or there. But they, by contrast, Alabama, who has had great recruiting classes, ranked just as high as George's but what people don't know people that don't study it don't see is look at how many players off of Alabama's roster compared to Georgia that they have lost off of those so-called great recruiting classes folks if you sign i'm just going to use a round number 25 players in a great recruiting class and 8 to 10 of them are not in the program a year 18 months later it's not a recruiting great recruiting class it's probably a top 25 class at best because a big chunk of the guys that made it the number one or number two class are no longer there. Need to have a better way to determine who has the best talent. People determine talent by what they read on the internet and by five stars for, or are they on the program? Now more than ever, you better know who's still on the program. It didn't used to be that way. It is that way now. So there's a different way you need to understand it. And Georgia is doing the best job of recruiting and keeping players combined.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life.
2: No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. They're developing. They're well-coached. They've got large staffs like everybody else. But they get guys to buy in the intensity. The focus. You know what's interesting? In the last two years, I'm gonna go back to the SEC championship game against Alabama. Long layoff. That great defensive front. With with two, particularly two defensive linemen that are top five, and well, five guys that were drafted in the first round, particularly the big, the big boys up front defensively. They were gassed. They were out of shape. It was like their conditioning was not as good due to the layoff. They hadn't played a ton of four-quarter games during the year last year. There's a layoff, and I thought they were gassed. That's that's a Georgia problem. You got to fix that. But, boy, they did they work on conditioning and beat Alabama. Now, I know hey, Alabama lost two receivers, and it might have been different, and it could – Maybe, coulda, woulda, shoulda. We never know. The bottom line is Georgia won. And this year, we heard a little bit of the oh, you see the Kent State game, you see the Missouri game. Yep, sorry for now. Didn't play well, didn't play with a lot of focus. That's not ideal. That's frustrating as a coach, but it is not an indication of a problem. It's an indication of some focus issues. we all know TCU is much better than Missouri or Kent state or anybody else. Well, not anybody else, but a number of other people that maybe Georgia had trouble with. They dominated TCU, obviously. Why? There was the focus. There was the attitude. So in addition to the talent, the addition to the schematics, the X's and O's, the utilization of players, it was one of the five best game plans that I've ever seen by an offensive coordinator. In a big moment. Todd Munkin, take a ball. Glenn Schumann, Will Mushtamp, take a ball on the defensive game plan. Dominant. They overwhelmed TCU. Overwhelmed them. Talent. They overwhelmed them with scheme. They frustrated them. They gave them no inch to breathe. No life. One real significant mistake in coverage that led to a score, or we're talking a shutout. They've got the whole package. The fact that they did not play their best game against Ohio State, a much more talented Ohio State team than people knew, and people were looking at the Michigan game for Ohio State and saying, well, they're not that good. I mean, Ohio State, really, they're talented. They didn't put it together this year. There's no question about that. But they're still good. They are still good, still talented, and they put it together. They were the disrespected, we got to burr up our saddle, we got to chip on our shoulder type team, and they play Georgia to the hilt, and they have the talent to play Georgia to the hilt, and they did. They outplayed Georgia, And, and I think it gave the ammunition for Georgia and Kirby Smart to say that's unacceptable. I think if Georgia plays this type of game against Ohio State, they win the game more convincingly against Ohio State. And then they probably don't win as convincingly as they did against TCU because I think a lot of that was a wake-up call. And he got his guys to buy in. If you don't play better than you did, here, meaning against Ohio State, you're not going to beat TCU. And he had them convinced and feared, and it showed in their preparation because they were flawless in every aspect of the work. Now, that's the game. That's the title. That's two years in a row. Let's go back a little bit. (coughs) It's not like they've come onto the scene at Georgia the last two years. Let's remind folks. They beat an Oklahoma team in the Rose Bowl, lost to Alabama in a dramatic game. Alabama won it, deserved to win it. But the two times that Georgia had played Alabama, they played them toe to toe. They lost. Then obviously this past year, last year, they flipped it around. Um they're now have not only the talent. The infrastructure, the culture, the mindset, the coaching, they've got the whole package. And the biggest thing that I see with Georgia that separates them right now from Alabama is their ability. to play a more physical style. Alabama has become more finesse. They're not as good at the line of scrimmage as they used to be. They're not as good on the defensive front as they used to be. And no, it's not coaching. It's personnel. The personnel is not as good as Georgia's. There's certainly some things coaching-wise that they could get better with. I'll grant you that. Alabama plays uh, Alabama plays Georgia last night. Georgia Georgia wins and quite frankly they win it decisively not sixty five seven, but they win 10, 14 points better than Alabama. And if you think <clears throat> Alabama's frustrated now, they think they wanted to be in the playoffs to get their shot at Georgia. i I, I agree. I think they did. I don't think they would have liked the result. This Georgia team, while not dominant at any point during the year, showed when they are on, they are the premier program. So where do we go from here? And and I look at it as when you have the stability of being dominant at the line of scrimmage, you can run the football with power and you can throw it across the yard like they did against TCU last night. And you also play great defense. You also defend the run very well. You generate pass rush pressure. That becomes significant. They are a more physical team. That travels. You don't have to play great to beat LSU, to beat Tennessee. I don't think. Georgia played their best game against Tennessee or LSU in the conference championship game, but they dominated and put the game against LSU away early. LSU with a lot of soft coverage made a lot of plays. No question. You can poke holes in it, in their intensity, their focus fair, but Alabama struggled to stop LSU struggled to stop Tennessee. They're not as good as they have been. Georgia is. Their style travels. Georgia looks like Alabama used to look like. Where you, in college football, to be elite, you have to be good enough talent-wise to win games when you don't play your best. Because if you have to have extraordinary effort and the best game plan to win, you're not going to have it every week. It's just not going to be there. You're going to have to win a certain amount of games on talent alone, and Georgia can do that. And then when you put it together with the talent and the coaching and the culture and the attitude, that's when you can become elite and win games that are championship level. Alabama struggled to beat AM, struggled to beat Texas. Those were signs, and not that their program is slipping, but their program is not as good as it has been. And I think for Alabama to get back to where they are on a par with Georgia and surpass them, they need to become better in a number of areas. One, they've got to evaluate players and the player character the football character better in recruiting. They've got to develop players better than they have, keep them in the system better, all of that combined. And I think they need to be better at the line of scrimmage. And I think that there are a couple of ways you can do that. I think you can do that with current staff or with different staff. That was the plan when they brought in Doug Marone on the offensive line a couple of years ago, and that didn't work.
0: Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4 e models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by one. Jeep is a registered trademark.
2: They, by Alabama standards, are not as good. But the reality is, Georgia's just better. Alabama and Ohio State have become a little bit more finesse, which when they're on and they're explosive, they can win in shootouts. And I don't question Alabama's chances to win against anybody in any given moment with a Bryce young, healthy and playing well, no question. But on a consistent game in game out basis, you're going to need more. What if Bryce young gets injured? He did. What if you don't have the elite receivers? You just got good ones that are young that are going to be good. Then you you fall short. You get beat. You know, it's, it's not what we almost beat LSU. That's an Alabama team <coughs> that should have beaten that LSU team by 10, 17 points. In the past, they would have. Georgia didn't have any problem dominating Alabama, uh, uh, LSU, <laughs> Alabama did. Georgia didn't have any problem dominating Tennessee. Alabama did. There is the distinct difference. To compare where we are now in eras of college football, you, you really can't. We're in a different era. Um, you look at the great Miami teams, some Nebraska teams, some OUSC teams, they're all different. Um, but this is right now the gold standard. Um, It's only the fourth team to do so since 1990. And it it was a statement win, no question. You lose 15 NFL draft picks, and you come back, and you not only win the national title, you go unbeaten. Um, You attack every challenge. I do think Stetson Bennett, Not his just his talent, which I think is underrated. It's his attitude. It's his fight. Pun um, intended. The dogged attitude, it permeates through that team. Permeates through that offense. Um, You know, I I just think that this is um, outstanding in terms of what they have been able to build. All around, loads of NFL talent, lots of positive things going for that program. Um, Forty-seven years old is Kirby Smart. Look, I, I can remember Kirby Smart, and and it, it, you know, people tell me all the time, you know, with my background with Nick Saban, how did you know Nick Saban was going to be the greatest? I I didn't know Nick Saban was going to be the greatest coach of all time when we were working together in Cleveland. I thought he'd be great, and I told. The folks in my alma mater, LSU, you hire this guy. (coughs) Pardon me. He'll build you a championship-level program, and he did. He'll win a title. Um, Seven, you know, no, I. No one expects that. I'm not here to predict. How many titles Kirby Smart is going to win? But you can't think of a more perfect situation for coach in school. It's his school. He's a Georgia guy. He grew up in the state of Georgia. His dad was a high school coach in Georgia. He lives in that world. He Went to the University of Georgia. Played there. He's coached. Now he's the head coach at his alma mater. He's there for life. He's done things that, well, no one's done to the degree that he's done it. We laid the great Vince Dooley to rest this year or last year, 2022. Um, What Kirby's done now, winning two in a row, is not just something that is unprecedented in Georgia history, but now maybe a new dynasty beginning in college football, 47 years old. I, I don't, not the type of guy that's going to get burnout. He'll have all the resources to do whatever he needs to do, however he needs to do it. The only thing we don't know, we don't know about health. Um, that's always a factor. Uh, he's young, he's healthy. Everything is, the future looks great. Where you got Nick Saban is trying to win desperately every year, another one, before he exit stage right. And it's just um, you look at Georgia as the team of the future. But they're the team of the present also. Um, It's going to be interesting to see how Alabama responds. Oh, and they will respond. They will respond. may not catch up with them. Maybe they will. Don't know. Three beat. I'm not ready to go there yet. That that's. But look at Georgia's schedule. I'm not going to read it one by one. Go and look at it. Tell me who's going to beat them. In Knoxville next year, okay, we'll have that conversation when it comes. But I don't think so. Um, they're going to be in the mix. They're going to be in the playoffs next year. Um, and they're going to be really good. And Carson Beck's going to be outstanding. Um, So uh, it's going to be quite interesting to see where it goes. We have gotten to the point where in the past we have perhaps looked at a program like Clemson and said, because they won two titles, (coughs) they were going to be the next power. And look, There was every reason to think they would be. Clemson's great program; they're in the ACC; they can win that conference every year, and they do. But they stopped it too, and they've slipped a little bit since. Let's go back to Urban Meyer. Remember when Urban Meyer had won a title and was looking like he was going away to win another one at Ohio State? I'm talking about, and this is about three championships ago for Saban, and we were debating: Is Urban Meyer going to? catch Nick Saban because it was that close at that point. They couldn't do it. So there's some work left to be done for Georgia to be to get to that point where they win a third, maybe a fourth and a fifth. A lot of work to be done. But they certainly have the infrastructure. They certainly have the coaching. They certainly know how to recruit. They're in great position to do so. If you're looking at the teams, they're going to be returning – Six starters on offense, six on defense, one on special teams. They're going to lose Jalen Carter and Keeley Ringle and Broderick Jones and Stetson Bennett, and Chris Smith and Robert Beal, Darnell Washington, Cedric Ann Pran. Um, But remember some of these names. And some of them played, freshmen played, a lot in the championship game. But remember these key additions that you are going to, Notice next year, two receivers, Dominic Lovett, Ra-Ra Thomas, uh, the safety, Janelle Aguero, the defensive end, Samuel Mpimbo. um, defensive end, Damian Wilson, cornerback, A.J. Harris, um, Carson Bent Beck, Brock Bowers. They're really good. Ohio State, can they take that next step? Um, get there to the playoffs. Look, they got to the playoffs. They play Georgia better than anybody, had them beat. There are no moral victories, but they've got to believe that they're close. They, like Alabama, though, need to be more physical. That's why they got bullied by Michigan. They've got to correct that. Michigan, good team coming back? Is Jim Harbaugh coming back? What are the circumstances there? A lot of question marks there. Uh, a team to look out for that's going to be good. Like maybe surprise people. Maybe be next year's TCU. That would be Florida State. <clears throat> bringing a lot of guys back in. Jamie Robinson and Dylan Gibbons gone. Demetri Emanuel is gone. Ontario Wilson, Robert Cooper. The tackle Jays on they're gone. But with uh, Hakeem Williams and Jaheim Bell and Kyle Murlock and Jeremiah Byers and Casey Roddick on the offensive line, the last two, Darnell Jackson, Brian Fiske on the on the defensive line, Fentrell Cypress, really good players. Um, Alabama's going to be right there. Uh, we'll see what the key additions come in with the. Desmond Ricks and Richard Young and the tight end CJ Dippery and Malik Benson, the receiver, the receivers, young receivers started to play a lot better in the bowl game against Kansas State. So I don't look at this as a, Oh, poor Alabama. They're they're far behind Georgia. They're behind them. Georgia's the gold standard. But um, Alabama is in position to make a run and get back. And I'm curious to see how it plays out. Hey, uh, folks, uh, appreciate you joining us here in this edition. And congrats to Georgia on what's been an outstanding college season. A reminder, though, that the college news does not end over at LandryFootball.com. Make sure that you take advantage still our holiday saving special where you can get all of our um, you can get the best discount that we've got. You can get all of our detailed information, the remaining coaching search news, assistant coaches, <clears throat> transfer portal news, recruiting, the second wave of recruiting, the entire roster analysis, which is taken on a different form now. With the college free agency, so it's where you want to be as a college football fan. LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of the holiday savings special now. For you NFL fans, of course, you want to make sure that you're on LandryFootball.com to get all the detailed film and breakdowns and analysis of all the playoff action um, and all the off season news. Whereas uh, we've got every team that's not in the playoffs, eighteen of them, that are um, uh, or or. Or getting ready for their off season, or preparing their off season, player evaluations, free agency, uh, the draft—we've got it all for you at LandryFootball.com. No better time than take advantage of our holiday savings special over at LandryFootball.com. Subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network, where you can get all of our football content, uh, college and NFL. We'll be back a little later to touch some other issues uh, around the world of football. So, again, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network wherever you get your podcasts. So long, everybody.
1: With Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
2: This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky.